Evolution does not necessarily reward intelligence. With no natural predators to thin the herd, it began to simply reward those who reproduced the most and left the intelligent to become an endangered species. Good to go. Welcome to Blackout at Sunrise. I'm Kieran, and today I am with Alex of Room 101, a local Cork internet radio station. Alex. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. And thanks a million for letting me record in your lovely studio. You're welcome. So yeah, let's just get started on uh, Room 101. How did uh, how did this come about? Well, uh, as you can hear, I'm not I'm not Irish. Yes, and, uh, yes, yes. I adopted some of course. <laughs> no, uh, I'm coming from France, and back in France, we have uh, we have something that is big, which is called community radio. Mm. And uh, I, I did eight years of community radio and local TV station. When I arrived in Ireland ten years ago, I just noticed that there were nothing alike. Yeah. Uh, and um, and I kept in mind the fact that I wanted to create my own uh, radio station. Most of people go for a podcast mm. and record their own stuff, but I really wanted to recreate the community. Yeah. And so this is not something that you do from your living room, like mm-hmm. you know. So uh, just f- thought about uh, the name of the radio, Room 101. Mm. Uh, so Any connection to the TV show? <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, actually, this is a reference to uh, 1984 from George Orwell. Oh, okay, cool. And also uh, I had a, a song already pre-recorded by a, a famous band called Carcass. Oh, nice. And uh, I, I used that extensively in the jingles okay. to, to mark uh, the radio identity. So I have that for, for a while. And uh, I did few studies in uh, web development. Mm. Because I was, uh, I was already um, prepared not to air on terrestrial uh, frequencies okay. be- because this is something which, which is really difficult to have in in Ireland. So for for licensing issues, yeah, li- yeah. licensing and uh, y- you have to do uh, administrative work and uh, uh, air for uh, for a few years only on weekends and stuff like. That. I wanted to have the full package ready, like you mm. know. You so, didn't want to go down the pirate radio station? No, station, no, no, especially when I arrived in Cork, they, they, they were already... Uh, Freak FM. Freak FM, there. and uh, these guys just got jailed when I arrived, like, you know, so... Uh, really? Yeah, yeah, uh, this is what I heard, like, you okay. know, so uh, definitely something that, that I just put on the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, so web development, to create a website, and to create a website to host the radio, but afterwards I, I noticed that damn, you need a server, and server has a cost and stuff like this. Mm. So it, and, and you have to, to think about the system that, um, that uh, manages the administration of the radio and the database and all this stuff. So this is something that I was not totally uh, aware of, at the, aware start, of yeah. at the time. So it puts on hold uh, the, um, the, the whole project for a few years. And uh, a few months ago, a uh, f- few months ago, last year, in 2014, in, uh, in March, I just discovered uh, a system that uh, allows you to manage all the background of your music and uh, all your jingle and uh, to, to, to set your programmation okay. really, really easily. So it's server-based in a sense? So it's, it's server-based it's indeed. Okay. And uh, at this stage, when I seen... How easy it was to uh, to set up, and uh, all the work that it was saving me. I just say, okay, this is back on track. We uh, we just go with Room One Hundred One, 
And I contacted uh, again the people from Camden, mm. uh, Bertrand, uh, the director from the Camden, say, okay, you remember a few years ago I talked to you about uh, me wanting back. <laughs> to do uh, a radio. Five years after, I just uh, contact uh, the man again, like, and he says, great, we'll, we'll sort you out with a studio. You tell me when you're ready. And that's awesome to have the space to do it in, you know. Exactly. We we have we have a, a f I have a few pictures of the place before. It was packed with uh, it was jointed with uh, uh, music gear, mm. amplifier, keyboards, and all the stuff. You can couldn't see the windows. Really. <laughs> yeah. And it's it was concrete floor, man. white walls, a bit dirty and stuff like this. It was like. When I seen the place, I say that's great. Yeah. You know, it just really like wasn't, it didn't frighten yeah, you off. Yeah, just no, like just like that's great. That's exactly what we need, and we we evaluate to have what we have now, which is it's really in, lovely in here. Yeah, in, in my room. in my mind, the closest to a professional studio that you have. Yeah, uh, it feels it. It feels like a really, and it looks like a really professional cool little studio at the beginning because uh, a few years ago uh, the, the radio studio were not built like that in one room mm. uh, the, at the beginning room 101 was supposed this room was supposed to be parted in two with uh, with a, a studio and uh, a control room a control sort of room idea. and uh I just, I just said, okay, this is, this is how it was built. So now it's time to go ahead with the 21st century radio. It's everybody in the same room. Mm, mm. And instead of having a, a coffee table with the mics on, I say a bar table, like yeah, yeah. just so it allows you to, uh, to, to, to uh, host standing or sitting and you feel like in the pub. Plus, yeah, it, <laughs> it does feel a lot more homely. You know, yeah. you're talking about the community element. It's nice to have, okay, if you want to do an interview in here, it's like a communal thing. It's, there's mm -hmm. no separation. It feels it feels good. Exactly. Yeah. So um, after after all this, this time of thinking about the project, mm. the project finally got shape, proper shape, and I didn't feel to do to do it alone mm. so uh, uh, I contacted one of my friends uh, Tim mm. and uh, we I introduced him the, the concept of radio and he was well aware of concept radio he was uh, he done some some courses in uh, St. John's College on, on radio broadcasting and he, it's just it's just blossom and just go like yes I'm with you on that and uh, together for a few months we were working before anything happened to uh, to to set up everything yeah. that you see now, the background stuff, yeah, yeah, and it's good to have someone that's that has a that energy as well. You know, sometimes if you're trying to do something on your own, it might be that bit harder. But a team, you know, like with two people trying to get something started up, it's the issue it has with that extra bit of impetus. To the it. issue with being alone is you never know where you are, where you stand, uh, if you really advance, if it's really worthy, and so on. If you're working with somebody, you can uh, you can definitely build up a momentum that goes toward a goal, and uh, I, I wouldn't be there talking to you in this studio if at the beginning Tim was not there. Mm, mm, that's mm. the thing. So in, in effect, how long has this studio been up and running? How long has the, the radio station been active at this stage? The studio was finished technically uh, during the month of uh, August 2014. Mm. The first broadcast that we done uh, was uh, the 31st August 
2014. Okay. It was after weeks of looking for people who were interested in radio, which is one of the hardest parts as well of really? community radio. It's just like you might you might um, just find some people in the pub that are remotely interested of having their voice on radio and stuff like this, but wouldn't know uh, how to do it and if it's really interesting and just as a test and maybe do a couple of broadcasts and just uh, just leave the place. It, yeah. Plus it's the fear probably of having a microphone. The idea of it might be amazing, but then when you have a microphone in front of you and you start talking, or that, that it might be a little bit more intimidating for them. The, the, the big uh, <clears throat> the tip on that is just like forgetting the microphone. I know the microphone are big and you can see yeah, yeah. my face behind it, just just uh, hiding behind it. But you have to forget that it's there. Mm. And having a discussion like we have right now, it's yeah. good. Yeah, it is really good. So, um, you're, so, you, so you said Tim came in with you on the start and at this stage, is there a bigger team involved or is it has, has Tim left Room 101 or is he still involved with it? Or okay. is it just mainly you at the moment who's at, driving it? At the beginning with Tim, what we uh, were looking for were people to uh, do shows, of course, but also to, uh, to be more implicated on the background work on the radio. Mm. So uh, we had to, um, to look for people who were invested in radio broadcasting, of course, but wanted to do something more, <coughs> like people management, uh, marketing, uh, public relations, uh, relation with the the labels to get music mm. and stuff like this. So we had a uh, uh, and and uh, financials as well because yeah, I'm, I'm imagine- shit on financials. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can imagine there's a, a quite a, a large financial drain in setting it up. Is there? It's like even I even see from setting up what I'm doing at the moment, Blackout at Sunrise, even just little things like microphones, you know. The, the the computer system it, it it all adds up you know and I can imagine this would probably cost quite a few quite a few euros yeah up. I can I, I can definitely go go with you on that yeah, yeah it costs a lot but it was uh, it was spread over the few months of preparation yeah, yeah yeah so we didn't we didn't purchase everything at once like it mm-hmm. was like okay what we need first computer a table mix table uh, microphone and so on, and everything mm. built afterwards, like, and, uh, yeah, I, I won't give you any, uh, <laughs> any figure there, like, you know, but, uh, yeah, this is, this is something that costs, like, the price of a second-hand car. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. But then it's, you kind of have to weigh that against the passion and the drive for yes. creating the project. Yes. It's like being in a band, you know, I've spent so much money on guitar gear over the years, and, but it just, that out, is outweighed by the fact that you're in a band, you're creating music, it's fun, you know. It's and this is exactly mm-hmm. it, like, it, it's just like it brings you a, exactly the same sense of purpose and achievement mm-hmm. when it's there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm happy. I'm not looking at uh, the figures of how much I spent, I'm mm-hmm. just looking at, okay, what do I need now to make it continue? Like, yeah, don't look back, <laughs> look forward. So was there much of a learning curve involved? I know you were saying previously, did you do some work with community radio here in Cork as well? No, no. No, no, no I tried to, to drop some CVs okay. in uh, local radios. And, uh, well, you know... The, did you have an ambition to be on, like, terrestrial radio, like 96FM or...? Yes, but not as a broadcaster. Okay. Uh, more, more like a technician. 
Okay. For shows. So behind the behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah, be, behind well. the okay. scene and uh, and discover exactly how it's done mm. in Ireland. Uh, but I never had a chance to do it okay. until now. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> is there any licensing involved so for internet radio compared to terrestrial? Yes. Is there? Okay. Yes, okay. yes. Uh, we are musical radio, mm. so uh, we we have to play music and. By respect for the author and composer, uh, we have to play them entirely mm. and present them and so on. And these people didn't work for peanuts, like you know. No, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yes, we have to to, to pay licensing. Uh, there's licensing uh, paid to uh, the PPI mm. uh, for uh, the record company, okay. the record labels, and uh, there's also Imro for uh, author composers. Okay. So uh, these are the, the two licenses that we pay now. Uh, they are calculated by the amount of listeners that we have. Okay. That's, that's it. And can you measure the amount of listeners that you have at the moment? Yes, we have a system that okay. allows us to monitor on, on the spot really? uh, how much listeners are there. What are, what are the numbers? Like, are the numbers, are you happy with the numbers so far? Yes, I am very happy with yeah. the numbers so far, and they are increasing. And if you, if you look at the Facebook page and the number of, uh, of people involved uh, and following, us mm. is just uh, expanding mm. so so is the listenership yeah okay and how do you actually uh, where do you stream the the, the 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 content then is there you know like where, where do you on what site do you broadcast on at first uh we we developed uh with my girlfriend which is dev- who's developer mm. Uh, we, we develop a HTML file, uh, HTML5 uh, application okay. uh, for it to look like a player. Mm. Okay? Uh, and, and we use that for the first month. Okay. And afterwards, uh, we just got listed on uh, radio listings and radio applications like Streama and, and um, I don't have everything. TuneIn, okay. TuneIn, for example, which is which is big for for radio, and also Mixcloud, okay, for uh, re podcasting or or live broadcasts. And Facebook was big on this one, not mm. the Facebook itself, but all the developers of application on okay. the side that allow us to have uh, one tab where you can uh, listen to the radio live with a chat room. Okay. So far, not really in use because uh, people, I think, are a bit scared to, to voice their opinion in a chat room when something is happening. Okay. Um, and, uh, and the Mixcloud tab as well, which, which allows you to, uh, to, to be aware of the new uploads made on the Mixcloud page. So this is, this is where we have half our listenership right now. Okay, cool. cool. Um, and the types of show, obviously you're, you're focusing on the whole rock, the heavy rock, heavy <laughs> metal side of things. So what types of shows are you airing at the moment? There's, is there's, there much variety? There's, there's 12, uh, 11 or 12 broadcasts right now. Okay. Uh, I'd, at the beginning of, of uh, the project, uh, I'm a metalhead, and I was yeah, like yeah. all about the metal, like you know, and the rock and the metal scenes and so on. So this is something I can tell by the Gargaroth hoodie. It was a dead giveaway. <laughs> this, is, this is something that makes me really vibrate, and uh, I think at one stage I just realized it was too far from the community radio experience mm. because there's people who are. Uh, radio hosts they want to 
Oster show and they are not into metal, rock or specific uh, specific music that Alex like, yeah, like yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so you have to broaden your audience yes. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I have an expression that I use, reuse, and you can ask any other broadcaster when they come in. I say, man, if you want to come in and uh, play reggae, just yeah, you're welcome to do a reggae show, but don't play me. Uh, the best of Bob Marley, like, you know, just like you have to know your 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 stuff, and y you have to uh, to communicate this to people, like you know, and have a passion for what you're playing. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. I think if the passion is there, then you know, if there's a passion there for heavy metal, you will have a knowledge, you know, deeper in in the music. You know, you will know a lot about other bands that people mightn't be overly familiar with. Like yes. you mightn't come in and just play Slipknot and Metallica. You know, you might. Yeah, we try to avoid that, even yeah. in the metal. Like really, you know, yeah. the, we we know there's room for uh, for these bands. Mm. In uh, not knocking in, Slipknot or Metallica, but you know, yeah, you know, Slipknot nice are playing next week in uh, in uh, in Dublin and so on. Like you know, but we you know, advertise much for for them because uh, they already have their public and yeah. they they are almost sold out. I suppose mm. uh, we are more concentrating on. Uh, Smaller artist. Mm. I don't mean smaller by the talent, but uh, smaller by the public they drag and the popularity and yeah. popularity. Yeah, yeah. And these guys definitely are talentous and uh, they, they deserve uh, our full attention. So that's a passion of yours, really, to, to promote like a local music scene. Or yes, smaller yes. bands. And, yeah. and to answer your question, we have a couple of of broadcasts dedicated to uh, to the independent music okay. movement. Uh, such as uh, Mike on Monday night, which is uh, who, who's um, concentrating on the Cork independent scene. Mm. He's a metalhead as well, but he goes all over the place to seek really uh, the, the new guys, whatever style of music they're playing. Uh, we have indie pop and indie rock on a uh, in general, not Irish, especially on on the Tuesday night with Antonia, mm. and um, we, we we try really to uh, to uh, to play all kind of music. Like for the weekends, we play more electronic music okay. and mix, and because DJs are artists too. Mm. Uh, this is this is my feeling, my deep feeling that yeah, well, these I'm guys. A big, big fan of electronic music as well, so yeah. No, I'm not a big fan. I won't listen to it really? much more. No, than... I'm saying I am. Oh, so yeah, you I are. do appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, so these guys are are are, are doing a, a good job doing what they do, and uh, and I I think there's a place for them on the community radio. Yeah, yeah. And I see you do. Do you do a, a Celtic wrestling show as well? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Celtic wrestling <laughs> so show. You're, Delving into the sports side of things. It's it's a talk show, and uh, I found the guys do uh, an amazing work. When you listen to them, it's just like it's really pictorial. Yeah. They are describing all the fights that uh, occur during the week, okay. and uh, they have interviews with uh, wrestlers. And on the phone, sometimes they're calling guys from Dublin, and they will call guys from uh, Canada soon enough and stuff like this. And uh, it's it's really graphic and it's really blunt actually, okay. and uh, you you really listen to. Uh, to, to, to a show that makes you feeling something when they're talking. 22 minutes talking and one song in between at really? each Whoa. time for two hours. And uh, you don't get annoyed by it. It's just like the guy has a laugh and just know how to communicate it. So, yeah, talk show. I think if someone, if like obviously the, the guys who are doing that show obviously have a huge passion for, for wrestling and stuff. So I think that will come across, you know, if people are passionate about it and the energy in the studio is good for whatever they're broadcasting about, then 
I think it will, it will, it will come across in the broadcast. And oh, they, they go a bit above that. They are the organizer of the Celtic Wrestling Championship in Cork. So, uh, oh, really? Yeah, these, oh, okay. these guys know their stuff and uh, they are in the scene. Like, you okay. know? So what's your ambition for Room 101 then, Alex? Where would you like it to go? Well, so far, uh, I can say it's already there. Okay. It's, it's just like... Room 101 has never been uh, a plan to have a huge amount of listeners, mm. okay? This is all uh, for uh, the broadcasters to have, um, to have a good experience and good laugh and uh, enjoy themselves. You know, when you, you just finish work and you just go like, okay, what am I going to do now? Lie on the couch and do nothing. No, just like I'm concentrating on doing my show. I prepare the playlist and contacting other people uh, who I can have as guests in the show who share the same the same uh, patient for, yeah. as me. Uh, now, uh, if it gives you another goal than just earning your bacon, like yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we are there because we are a team of with all the presenters and co-presenters. We are a team of twenty people already. Really, twenty yeah. people. Whoa. And uh, that's grown really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> August twenty fourteen. That's mad. And this is why I say we're almost there. Uh, we we already there. Uh, when I say almost, it's just like we we have to find a way for the radio to to uh, subvene to his own expenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suppose advertising is one of the ways of we, uh, making some money. I don't want to go there. This is the thing. At one stage, if we have to, we will. But mm-hmm. if we can, uh, if we can gather enough uh, donations, subvention, and and so on, that can just leave us off. Mm-hmm. The, um, the advertisement can be good, mm-hmm. uh, and and just like pay the rent, the licenses as a broadcasting system, and mm-hmm. all the stuff, and renewing the gear because I want to say another gear is not eternal, like you yeah, know. Yeah, it's gonna go. Yeah. So uh, this is this is the next level of the radio, mm-hmm. and training people to do what I do daily as well so I can go on holiday and sleep on my two years like you know just <laughs> you gotta s- factor that in yeah <laughs> so as as soon as soon as we got there uh I can relax a bit Good. and just think like this is done yeah like that's you know? nice man it's yeah it's, you've set yourself a challenge and you've set yourself a goal and you're there you know you've reaped the rewards yeah. of oh there's there's still uh some some sleepless nights thinking about the future but uh it's just like uh midterms it's not short-term stuff it's just like uh thinking about in two months in three months or so, or so mm. on because we're working with um like uh tv show mm. and uh we're working in seasons so a season is three months. Mm. So each people that come in to do a show engage themselves for three months. Mm. They do their show for three months. At the end of it, we don't say bye or something like that, except if there's a, there's really there's an issue. issue yeah. yeah, but uh, we just say, okay, do you want to continue or do you want to stop or do you want to change your schedule or something like that? Change the name, change the concept of your show and stuff like this. And if you do, you stick for the next three months mm. on what you decided. That's it. Cool. Uh, in terms of the shows you broadcast, so I presume a lot of the shows you broadcast at the moment are in the evening time. So you yes. would have a playlist running through the day, you know? Yes. Okay, okay. So um, and what times would those shows broadcast at generally? Okay, you, you know that uh, we are no students. Most of us work or are looking for work, exactly, like, you know? Yeah. So it means that the available time to work on the radio and to, to have a show is obviously uh, evenings, and, and nights, like. mm. 
and on the weekend, even on the weekend, uh, it's just like more late show. So it it airs between 8 p.m. Mm. to midnight. Mm. We have some shows during the weekend that goes until 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and this is already almost fully populated. Okay. Now, during the day, Monday to Friday, until 8 p.m., uh, we have playlists, and we try to um, we try to, uh, to to give the rock and roll and metal experience during the day, and also uh, rerun some shows because we record all the shows and rerun them so people just can tune in and just say, "Oh, this is the show. I didn't listen to it," and uh, that's it's it. Like okay. the catch-up service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's there's ten hours of reruns on Saturdays and ten hours of reruns on Sundays. Uh, so people can spend the whole day with all the shows from a few months ago uh, cool. that, that are rerun and stuff like that. Would you ever hope that it would get to the stage where you would be running shows through the day as well? Or are you happy as it is? You know, yes, just... yes. I would love to have something during the day, Monday to Friday. Mm. Okay. Uh, the thing is, it, and, and I can tell you about it because I did it before, it requires a lot of involvement mm. uh, that I'm not ready to ask anybody. Okay. Uh, what can be the favorite public to do this kind of thing is students. If students want to uh, to have a show Monday to Friday, uh, one hour, two hours each each day, uh, I, I will be glad to uh, show them how to limit their preparation so they don't spend a lot of time off air preparing for it and just having the um, the good experience and the good love of doing it. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, but. Uh, mornings as well, like mornings big, and I'd like people to tune in uh, on their uh, on their three G in their car and uh, and just and just listen to us in the morning with with somebody talking to them and say, ah, "Fake the traffic, yeah, like yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. just uh, you're listening to Room One One and uh, and you have a good a time in playing a bit of music, music and uh, yeah. just like uh, taking care of the people in their car and uh, that's it, like yeah, you know, yeah. but." a lot of involvement again like you know this is something I'm ready to do myself but I won't stay on I will have to find another work <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make those monies yeah so do you think um, in the era of like YouTube and music streaming sites the importance of radio as a media do you still think it's an important media obviously you have a great passion for it mm-hmm. but has its importance or has its relevance decreased a little within the, since like we have all these streaming sites like Groove Shark and whatever you know so if they want to listen to whatever type of music they can go on and find a playlist and, and play it you know since and and uh yeah i couldn't agree more since the arrival of internet on uh, the music scene like, mm. you know uh our, our way to consume music change a lot mm. uh i was talking to uh, to a friend of mine recently about it i was saying like you remember the time uh, in the nineties where you you had five favorite bands mm-hmm. and you were waiting a year, two years, three years for them to release something and when they released the album you were the first to purchase it or get a rip off. And uh, a friend would buy it and <laughs> you called it so sort of blank tape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you were listening to this album only for a month and you know by heart all the tracks yeah, of yeah, yeah. this album. And when you see No Day in the 2000s, this band on stage, these are the tracks you want them to play because you have them under the skin for good. Like, you know, it's a deep, uh, 
it's a deep tattoo. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Now you have uh, you have these bands that you liked that releasing an album uh, among thousands of of a release year like you know and uh you just listen to one or two track and you just keep to the other stuff that yeah. you just uh, purchase download or whatever and this is fast foodism like, yeah, you know it's you become throwaway yeah, yeah. you you have you have this huge uh library of tracks that you never listen to yeah, I know exactly. What you and mean. to come back to your question, do you think that radio is important nowadays? I think yes. It's just like we are bringing you, we we are making the efforts of digging in the huge stuff that you have maybe and never listened to, and bringing you something that maybe you want to listen more uh, more deeply. Mm and uh, introduce you the artists and saving you the trouble to go online and look uh, where are they playing and stuff like this, bringing you all this information. Mm. Uh, the next release, the latest videos, uh, the next gig, uh, the interview and stuff like this, all gathered in the radio. And this is the experience that we want to provide there. Yeah, it's like you're almost touching the heart of what it is. Then it's like you're providing that service to people. You're kind of going, look, we are... We, it's like a recommendation, you know, this is really exactly. good, maybe you could... Yeah. And you know what, people might never have found that if you hadn't played it for them or whatever, you know, so... Indeed, and, and they will look into their library and I'm sure they are, oh yeah, I had this stuff you... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I have all of their albums, I've never listened to them. Great, I will, I will look in deep and uh, yeah, they got a gig, so I have to listen to all their albums to know where, what they are when they come on stage and so on, like, yeah, thank you, Room 101. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Camden Palace for a moment, Alex, if you wouldn't mind. Um, so your relationship with Camden Palace started in August of last year, pretty much, or maybe earlier when you started setting well, up the studio. Well, as I said, I, I made the guy, Bertrand, the actual director of the place, uh, technical director of the place, a few years ago, and uh, we we uh, automatically just like went into uh, chatting a lot, because he's French as well. Okay. And uh, he knows the artist community and uh, the community community. <laughs> it's a really interesting space, actually, because it's like it's got a bit of everything, you know. It's, you can it, hear the lads next door jamming or recording, whatever, yeah. they, whatever the hell they're doing. But, but I, I, I met this guy and he told me, yeah, uh, this is my third building in Cork, uh, the Camden Place like yeah. uh, building. And uh, this is how it works. We have studios, everybody is a community and st- is inside the community and we share and stuff like this. And it really made me feel like I was back in France, in this community of artists that are just uh, uh, seeing each other in the corridor, exchanging ideas and so on. And this is exactly what happens there. Okay. And uh, I didn't see in 10 years in Cork, the, in, in Ireland, um, the same thing elsewhere. Mm. So, yeah, we it is off really fast. And he did radio a bit as well. So when I told him about my plan of radio f- six years ago, it just went like... That's great. Yeah, this yeah. is something we have to build on and stuff like. Cool. And uh, yeah, I told him nothing really on the paper right now. So I come back to you and when I'm ready. Mm. I didn't even say when, like you know. It was a quite surprise uh, last year when I came back to him and said, "This is ready." He say, "What? Radio? Oh, <laughs> uh, 
you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, just I like, remember yeah. vaguely having that conversation. No, I met with the guy a lot, like, you know, okay. and sometimes he was like, for the first month uh, after I, I talked to him first of that, he was like, so how's it going and stuff like this? And most of the time I was concentrating on, on my band, mm. on uh, my work, on uh, my girlfriend and so on, like, you know, and, uh, and I had no overture on what would be the radio so i said man i'm sorry but i don't have something like that like and maybe at one stage he just like let go and uh, when i came back to him he say hey he was serious indeed <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool so yeah um i was just looking online last night and i, was, I saw there's like a petition to save the building from being sold mm-hmm. i understand it's it's being leased from nama it's funny that in a sense, because of the downturn, art has grown because of the downturn, you know, because of a lot of these empty buildings, but like little cool pockets of community art and radio stations have developed because of this. But it seems that the building could be sold pretty soon. Is that true? Or Oh, it's already been bought and sold, man. Oh, has it? Yes. Okay, uh, okay the, the thing with, um, with the petition, uh, I don't like the word petition, mm. okay? Uh, because the petition is fighting for something mm. or fighting against something. Uh, what Camden tried to do is mobilize people to make them aware that, okay, art is for sale, but not the good sale, not the one that benefits to the artist. It's the place. It's going to vanish. So show us your interest. Sign, and we will collect all of your signature and to, to, um, to allow us to go to NAMA, the owner the former owner of, of uh, the building, to say, okay, there's this much of people that are supporting us, so it's something. Please lease us again, the building, so at one stage we will be able to purchase it and raise the money to purchase it. Okay, okay. Now, we still need the support. Uh, the campaign is still there, and if you want to sign it and come to the page, you, I, I'm sure you can still sign it. Mm. Uh, we, we had uh, letters of support from hot centers in Cork and uh, administrations and so on, even, like, you know, without quoting anybody. And uh, we'll, it, it gives us a purpose of continuing and stuff like this. Now that the building is sold and we don't know who purchased it and for what. Uh, we are just in the limbo, uh, in the limbo, in the waiting of uh, knowing what will happen. We still have a lease for uh, for a couple, uh, a few months mm. again, uh, but after that, we don't know what will happen. Mm. What we will try to do is keep the building, but if we can't, we'll try to keep the community and uh, and 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 the the sense of community that we have here with. All these artists, painters, musicians, it would be sculptors. a shame to lose it. Uh, yeah, it would be a shame. Yeah, and uh, we we will try to do something, but it would be better if we can keep the building and deal directly with the new owner, mm. for example. Yeah, and uh, saying, okay, man, if you don't want to build anything there, and here's you just, a rain check, you know. Yeah, it's just like there's a rain check, and um, but I can't talk about rent check because I'm not in the board of, of the Camden but uh, but here what we offer you it's we can we can stay there and uh, pre- prevent the building going to uh, going to ruins yeah 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 and do something and maybe add the value of what it is uh, already and 
if 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 the guy wants to immobilize uh, the building for uh, a few years, uh, we'll be happy to stay there. Have you thought about what you would do if whoever the new owner of the building decided to to move in and and change change the building in a few months or personally, turn it into apartments? Personally, or yes, of course. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the come then. Uh, the, the come down administration yes of course everybody think about it mm. and I think there's uh, a, a lot of people losing their sleep over it mm. uh, now what can be done and what will be done there's nothing uh, there's nothing on paper mm. right so uh, there's no immediate no. alternative like. everybody wants it to to just regenerate itself like the phoenix at one stage or another somewhere else maybe or uh Everybody wants to keep its practice of the art or radio or music, and uh, and do and and do it somewhere else as well. Uh, so there's al- there are altern- alternative. Uh, I don't want uh, the radio to to vanish because of a of a space issue. Mm. So yeah, uh, yeah, the space shouldn't define it. That, yeah, you know, the people doing it should define it. So uh, yes, at one stage or another, we will gather with, for example, uh, all the people from the radio and say, okay, what are we prepared to do, mm. and where? So uh, that's the thing. And we, who, who as well will, will be our partners in the following of uh, of the adventure? Mm. So um, yeah, th- th- this is something that is not set to disappear anyway. Mm. Uh, the system we are using allows us to broadcast from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a computer, a microphone, and internet. You can broadcast from home. Yeah. And in between studios, like, you know... You just... don't have any massive servers inside nah, the studio. Or anything. It's, it's all hosted on the web, so you just have to connect and uh, do your stuff and uh, switch out. Uh, the interesting thing to have a studio is just, like, we can gather there and do something uh, with with guests and stuff like this, you, you won't invite a uh, cannibal corpse in your living room <laughs> with a slab of beer uh, doing a radio show because you know uh, your, your flat will be... Plus it's nice to have a place to come to, you know, it's a focal yes. point. It's like, okay, I'm going to... And when you're there... It, it almost focuses you that a little bit more that you're like, okay, this is this is what I want to do. I'm in the space. I want to do it in. So okay, let's move on. You know. Plus, I got a, a noisy washing machine. Uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't sound professional at all. Like, you know. yeah, note to self: never do washing when you're broadcasting. <laughs> so yeah, that's. I suppose we just have to keep keep our eyes and ears peeled to see if the the building will ma- be maintained as it is. I suppose you know. Yeah. Hopefully it will be. It'd be a shame if it was lost to uh, I hope another it apartment block or something. So, car park, a mall. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> what do you think about the? You're involved in the local Cork scene. You're in a bank called Seabeck, isn't it? Yes, for years. Yes, for years, yeah. Um, how do you feel the, the the local metal scene is at the moment? Well, uh, I got involved in Seabeck uh, for for seven years now mm. and. Uh, at the beginning, I was really involved in the metal uh, in the metal movement here as a musician. Uh, since I started the radio, uh, I'm I'm shifting my interest in covering the events and make people known. This is this is definitely two two things separate. But I'm still uh, heavily involved. I'm still growling. In a <laughs> <laughs> I actually listened. I was saying to you earlier. I listened to one of your songs earlier. I was like, is that the same guy I talked to last week? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a hell of a lot different on this record. Yeah, this is a job like you yeah. know, growling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you a singer? Mm, no, far from yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. So you've been you've been in so Seabeck have been going for seven years. 
Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, with uh, with almost the same people. We had uh, liner changes that just um, slowed down our production, music production, mm. and especially the recorded okay. <laughs> output. <laughs> I know that. Uh, but we we plan to release an EP, a five title uh, EP, uh, soon enough. Okay. Uh, it's already been recorded. We just have few adjustments too. Did and you record it yourselves or did you go to a studio? Oh, I went to a studio. We tried to record ourselves, but uh, oh my God, it's messy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plus you need those. I think sometimes if you're p- producing and recording, it's hard to listen to it with fresh ears. You need that kind of third yes. party to go, actually, this sounds a bit yes, and, and off or whatever. And especially to, to have someone with the talent to, um, to enhance your 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 musical recording mm-hmm. because uh you never if you do it yourself you rarely come out with something that you like mm-hmm. and and plus you you have your nose in it and you're you're not uh uh you're not objective you're you know? not objective yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. like so uh yeah uh, a studio is good plus you have everything the gear and stuff like this you have the beer as well and you don't have to take care of the recording it's been taken yeah. care of by a professional you just have to sing and play the best you can yeah, do yeah exactly that's your job and I- I- you are you are also um forced to concentrate on what you are doing mm. Because you are paying for a studio for an amount of time, mm. so everything is done the same week. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas when you're recording at home, you just say, oh, "I will do that next week." Yeah. And it never happens. <laughs> I like, just you play know. Grand Tours yeah. and <laughs> PlayStation for an hour. Come back to you. That's that's the thing. So yeah, just uh, investing in the studio for the recording and mixing it is definitely something. And when do you expect it to be released? Do you have a name and stuff as well? Well, uh, it has been recorded in May 2014, okay. <laughs> and we're still not there. Yeah, 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 this year definitely, definitely. Especially that we we, we have a few gigs already uh, planned for for this year. Uh, there's a pre-Paddy Day, Paddy's Day uh, okay. gig. Uh, the can before the storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just uh, just if you want to spend your uh, your Paddy's Day hangover, uh, come to the gig and you yeah. will have metal and uh, liquid yeah. to do it. <laughs> Refreshments. And uh, and we have also uh, and and I'm really happy about it. Uh, the Siege of Limerick mm. contacted mm. us to, uh, to 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 be on the bill, That's so cool. uh, we'll be there as well. Yeah. We'll be there with you. Yeah. yeah. Horse, yeah? Yeah, horse. <laughs> when is, so the Siege of Limerick, is that's, that's the 5th of April, isn't it? The 5th of April, yeah, indeed, yeah. yeah. And they're still running the two stages. Three stages, is man. Three stages, <laughs> yeah. I've actually, uh, actually in October, it was three stages, and uh, it was excellent. We, really? did, uh, we did a special broadcast with, uh, with Room 101 to okay. cover the event and the Beer Fest, which is at the same time during the long weekend. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, where, so there's like the main stage, the main Dolan's warehouse stage, and then I remember because I played there, the last time I played there was with a hardcore gig, a hardcore band called Harbord, but we played. Um, Upstairs, first first floor, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sm- that was a really lovely. Yeah, lovely and I, I love the sound of upstairs. Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, the the big scene is is great, but uh, if you just play there to play on the big scene, uh, this is not worth it. Like mm. you know, you you have to know that you feel the room, mm. yeah. and and this is the thing. Uh, if you play in front of ten people, you you'd rather play uh, upstairs, yeah. and it will it will look better in yeah, front of yeah. you. And Plus, stuff. there's better energy, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, indeed. And we have another uh, small um, stage, which is uh, actually is a building 
just beside the the the, the Dolans. Okay. Uh, it was a bar before, and okay. they just repurchased the stuff. Uh, I don't know what what they did with it, but there's a stage and another bar there oh, nice. on the ground floor. So, uh, yeah, it's grown. We played. I played it uh, maybe three or four years ago when it was in Baker's Place mm-hmm. with a band, Ghost of Medina, and it was like, I think we were like the first band on that day, but, you know, it was like, it was just in, the, the stage was inside the door of the pub, you know, and it was like, it was, a, it was a great vibe, great energy, but the last time I was like, whoa, the sea just really grown to something yes. so much bigger, you know, like, and, see and the main floor, and there's like so many people there and so many bands. You're like, whoa! They, they put a lot of energy once. Fair once play to bad reputation. Like w- one edition is finished, they already have to plan the other one, mm. and they work on it uh, like like dogs, like yeah. mad dogs. Yeah, like. yeah. And uh, they always uh, succeed in, in surprising us. Mm. Like this this October was the first time they had a third stage. <laughs> and I was like, Three is the first stage, where? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worry. And uh, yeah, I seen the stuff and I was like, dude, you did something awesome yeah. uh, talking about Tall John. They kind of had more people yeah. who do that, don't yeah. you? Like, they, they really make the effort. It's like this radio station, people just generally making an effort to and, do something and, to benefit people. You can talk to the guy and stuff like this, the guy, the people, the people of, of uh, bad reputation and stuff like this. Is Kieran still involved? Kieran from. I wouldn't know. Okay, he's in that, that band. Um, you just mentioned him there earlier. You did an interview Shardbon. with Sherborn, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kieran was involved with him. Oh, they're still in Limerick, so I suppose they are. Mm. And Sherborn uh, are playing also in, uh, in the Siege of Limerick this year, mm. so uh, in April. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I think I won't say John over. If this is only the musical implication, this is it. But maybe they had to discuss and uh, to, to, to prepare, to help prepare some stuff. I don't know. I wouldn't say. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So uh, in terms of listening to you, can you just maybe highlight some of where people can listen to you again and how people can contact you? All right. So uh, I'm just opening there. Uh, there's a Facebook page, of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is the main point where everything is okay, gathered. It's, it's the central hub. Uh, it's Room 101 Rock in mm-hmm. one word. So uh, if you type that, you will find uh, Room 101, uh, the the web page. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> uh, if you want to listen to us, uh, there's a way to uh, listen to us with our, um, our player. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the player is www.room101radio dot eu okay so this is a player from which you have controls of the music and a link uh, to um, to the facebook page okay uh, there's tuning that you can install on your android and uh, ios device streamer as well mm. um, we are listed on stream finder on radiolist.net radiolist.net we are listed on uh uh, room on radio.fr yeah radio.fr there's almost no excuse not to listen because oh, you're, <laughs> you seem to be everywhere and there's a Mixcloud if you're okay. not a, a live show uh, lover like you know you can go on Mixcloud and select exactly what you want to play uh, what's your Mixcloud actually the Mixcloud is uh, mixcloud.com slash room 101 we were lucky with that one nice uh, what, what else again uh, I think I think I covered it all. Um, 
so I think if people go onto your Facebook page, they can find wherever they can. And, and there's there's a, a yeah there's an application on the Facebook page that allows you to uh, to listen live oh, to really? uh, the radio. Yeah. And we are listed as well in iTunes. You know you mm. know iTunes uh, the software. Uh, there's a internet radio um, link inside uh, the menu bar, and if you press there and you go to uh, hard rock and metal. Or yeah, y you have room one one listed among the 250 stations that they, they were listed there, and uh, from the Facebook page, uh, when you are on the radio plugin, there's uh, on the bottom left links to open the stream directly in iTunes or in the MP3 player of your choice on your computer. Okay, so that's the thing. There's a lot there. All right. Yeah. Man. Well, thanks a million for coming on Blackout at Sunrise, and thanks for letting me do this in your lovely, lovely studio. <laughs> You're welcome. Th yeah. Thank you for, for coming. Like. Yeah, man. Take care. Okay, bye. Are you the police? No, ma'am. We're musicians. You're a monster.